Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash teamready. Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Good morning to everybody. It is December 5th, 2021 years around the sun on this planet Earth. That means if it's Sunday, that means it's going to be one thing. It is the belly up pregame Sunday slate where you get tons of shows leading up to kickoff. Brought to you by BellyUpSports.com. Head over to BellyUpSports.com and check out everything over there. So we, every Sunday, go live and we have different shows. If you guys are watching the uh, video version right now, we are live on YouTube, on the BellyUp Facebook, and the BellyUp Football Twitter. But the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel is live. If you're watching the video version today, if you listen to the audio version... It's you can listen to it whenever. The slate today, we will go over the schedule real quick. Hope you guys enjoyed TSS Fantasy. Hope you enjoyed all that show over there. Right now is my Bears pregame and other NFL news with me, Coach Steve. And then at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 Central Time, which I am Central Time, you will have fourth and four with Zach, Kelsey, DJ, and the crew uh, as they discuss everything in the NFL. Uh, then at 11 Eastern time, you'll have rough cuts, rough cut sports cast. And then at 11, 12 Eastern time, MD's fantasy football, getting you ready every single Sunday with this belly up pregame show. So again, it's sponsored by bellyupsports.com. Check out the schedule, go check out every show, every single Sunday leading up to that noon for me kickoff. Other times doesn't matter. And right now we are live on, like I said, on the coach D show, YouTube channel, the belly up Podcast Network Facebook and the Billy Up Football Twitter. And I'm also currently live on Colorcast. Colorcast is a sports commentary, hot takes, live podcast, anything that you want, but it's only on 
Apple. So if you have an iPhone, go download ColorCast and get started on hot takes and everything else. Uh, And then I want to give a quick shout out to Dome Hats. They do not sponsor the podcast, but I'm going to give a shout out to them and Coach Mac. Go check out Coach Mac's YouTube channel to Dome Hats uh, and Coach his, uh, this is Dome Hats. This is Play Fast Football. Great hats. We got some Dome Hats for the football season. Uh, They were fantastic. They do not sponsor the podcast, but shout out to them. So again, go check out bellyupsports.com. Check out all that. And now we are live on ColorCast. And go follow the Coach Steve Show on ColorCast if you have Apple. So that way you can get, there's going to be some weekly podcast happening. Uh, live podcast, I should say. So go do all that for me. Greatly appreciate it. So on this Sunday, December 5th, right now I said we are live. If you're listening to the audio version later, great. Um, go subscribe to the Coach D Show YouTube channel. The podcast can be found literally anywhere you listen to your podcast whatsoever. Uh, go follow it, subscribe to it, rate it, uh, review, be a friend, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Please and thank you. <coughs> Excuse me. I appreciate it. So on this Sunday morning, leading up, we are going to discuss a little bit of the Chicago Bears. Uh, we have not discussed Chicago Bears in a while. It has been th- since Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, but now the Bears today are back in action on the Sunday. They are hosting the Arizona Cardinals. So Arizona Cardinals come to town. They are a good football team. Uh, but the Bears did stop the bleeding. Uh, they stopped the bleeding with their losing streak, and they beat the Lions on Thanksgiving. If you guys check out the other episode I discussed, you know, did that save Matt Nagy's job and everything? So let's quickly recap. So we already talked about it. The Bears are coming on a on a, on a losing streak here. They play the Lions on Thanksgiving, highly televised game. I don't know the exact numbers, but usually on Thanksgiving it is highly televised because it's Thanksgiving. Uh, by the time they play around eleven thirty, either you're not eating yet you're about to eat so at some point you're just gonna have it on the background you're gonna be listening to it so it was a highly televised game the bears came in on this losing streak the lions have not yet to win a game they have tied so i guess they ended their losing streak before but they did tie so swirling around up to that game now we all know we're going to talk about matt Nagy. we got different things we're going to talk about today we got different topics with the bears the nfl we're going to talk about it all but one thing I will give him credit for is the stuff swirling around. Because leading up, if you listen to the last episode, I told you, all over the place was talked about his job. And at the Bears game, they were chanting, the one before the Lions on that Sunday versus the Ravens, they were chanting, fire Nagy. At the Chicago Bulls game in the United Center, fire Matt Nagy. Uh, at a hockey game for the Blackhawks. Fire Nagy. His son goes to a high school up here in the Chicago suburbs. It was There was chance there. Fire Nagy. Just chance all over the place. Now, he claims he didn't hear it at his son's game. He claims that he doesn't pay attention to that mess. But you know he has to. He has to know. He sees the writing on the wall. So I do give him credit. He was out with COVID. Uh, he recovered. Thank goodness. You know, regardless of what you think of Matt Nagy, you do not want somebody to really come down sick with COVID. He battled it, did pretty well, got through it. Uh, and then to come in and looks like he's still coaching. You know what I mean? Regardless if it's good coaching or bad coaching, when this type of thing happens where you think you're going to lose your job, where where you're hearing fire Nagy, it's at your son's games. His kids have to hear it at school. First of all, at the son's game, please don't chant that. Like, don't chant that. Like, I don't know. The jerk in me says it's okay at major games, but I also don't want, I don't know. That's okay, I guess, because you have, it comes with the job. It's going to happen. The people are going to call for your job. But at the kid's game where he's 15, 16, 17 years old, don't do that because that's going to affect them. Like, don't do that. Matt Nagy, you know, he he's an adult and he's going to have to handle it. And he knows I'm in the NFL. This is what this is the territory with the job. 
NFL, a historic Chicago Bears uh, um, team. So all that. But I have to give Matt Nagy credit. I've said it before where he was able to overcome a lot of that. He was able to battle those things. Um, you know, I don't know it to have me, if someone were saying fire coach Steve, I don't know how I'd be able to handle that. That's something that's never happened. Well, I like that's happened a little bit, but I've never been a head coach where they said fire, fire, fire. So regardless of what we think of Matt Nagy, you have to give him credit for battling through the fire Nagy, his son getting that done. So they came away with the win versus the lions to stop the bleeding of the losing streak. And they did it without Justin Fields. So now, um, the next step is they had a lot of time. They've had from Thanksgiving all the way up till now. So they've had a lot of time to battle whatever injuries they had, anything else. So, Matt Nagy, you get credit for me that you've handled this the way they that the way that you have. Looks like you're still coaching for the team. You're not letting that stuff crump you at, from the outside, from looking at it from the outside looking at. But now the Arizona Cardinals come to town. The Arizona Cardinals are coming to town. And they are a good football team. Right now, Arizona is sitting at 9-2. They are 6-0 and away. So they have they play pretty good on the road. You know, the matchup predictor that I always talk about because people love numbers, they're 74% think that the Arizona Cardinals are going to come in and beat Chicago, which I don't blame you. That's – I respect that. Okay. Yes, people listening when it's really live, this is live and raw. There is a chocolate lab here barking. How unprofessional that is to you guys, they will bark. You do have to deal with it. But we're going to continue to move forward. If you look at team stats, Arizona Cardinals with Kyler Murray and that high flying offense with Kingsbury calm plays. Points per game, Arizona Cardinals are 28.2 points per game. They only give up 18, not a bad defense. Uh, they get 398 total yards, 275 through the air, 123 on the ground. They give up 333 yards a game, 220 through the air, and 113 on the ground. The Bears, do we really have to talk about it? The Bears only score 16.3 points a game. Matt Nagy, you're supposed to be a guru. And you only score 16.3 points a game. We give up 23 points a game. We only get 321 yards, 195 through the air, 126 on the ground. Uh, we give up 356 yards a game, 237 through the air, and 118 on the ground. If you want to talk about the last five games that they all talk about, Cardinals are 3-2 and two during that stretch with big wins over Houston. San Francisco, who is playing much better, and the Seahawks, who have taken a downward spiral. They did have a bad loss to the Carolina Panthers, who I think are not playing well right now. Then they lose a close game to the Green Bay Packers, which is understandable because you have Aaron Rodgers on that side again. The Bears were on about a five-game losing streak. They lost to Tampa Bay, San Francisco, Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Baltimore Ravens before finally snapping it versus the Detroit Lions. So the Cardinals come into town. They are very good through the air with 275 yards a game through the air. Um, The Bears are struggling on offense. Their defense is starting to struggle because of the teams they are playing and the injuries that have sustained through the Chicago Bears defense and their offense. But uh, they are, you know, they're just having a lot of injuries go around. Um, Again, we're live on ColorCast and YouTube. You know, comment if you're out there. If you listen to the audio version, you cannot. But leave a comment in there and let's have some discussion. I'll go back and check that out later on. So, Cardinals come to town. High-flying offense. Their defense is playing much better. But the Bears have sustained some injuries. Uh, but right now, Arizona Cardinals playing pretty well. They've had a couple bad losses. You know, uh, Kyler Murray's been a little banged up. Some people on their defense have been a little banged up. Um, but they're still scoring points. You know, right now they're a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, the over-under is 42 for the whole game. We'll see if they can uh, 
score that much. We'll see if that happens. Um, but the Bears have a uphill battle right now to, versus the Cardinals. Uh, you know, the Cardinals are not those old Cardinals. You know, we are who we thought they were when they played the Bears. Kingsbury has figured out how to call offense in the NFL. I, you know, just from the outside looking in, that's what it's looked like. Um, they have a they, they have a pretty balanced offense. You know, Kyler Murray has 2,236 yards passing, 17 total touchdowns, seven interceptions. Their top rusher is Connor. He has 146 carries, 555 yards, 12 touchdowns compared to like David Montgomery, who has 113 carries because he was hurt, but he still has 476 yards and only three touchdowns. So the Cardinals can, you know, they're hot. They're coming in hot. They're coming in ready to play. They're coming into town to really elevate them to try to be one of the, you know, they're, they're battling in that. That conference over there they're in is really, really good. That conference over there has taken a step up because it looked like San Francisco was dead in the water. And again, what did the San Francisco 49ers play to make them not be dead in the water? The Bears, of course. The Bears, they had to go play them. But Arizona Cardinals are coming in hot. Uh, they're a very good team. Uh, but there are injuries on both sides, and especially for the Chicago Bears, they have few injuries. First, let's go over the Arizona Cardinals and see if this would help us at all um, from a Chicago Bears fan perspective. Kyler Murray comes in questionable, but he is, he's expected to start. There's nothing out there reported that he's going to start, not start. Um, it's that ankle, but I, he's going to play. Uh, Hopkins, he's questionable for this hamstring, but he's likely to play versus the Bears. He just might get subbed in and out a lot. When a wide receiver has a hamstring issue, he's going to come in and, uh, you know, just be subbed in and out. Uh, you know, they lost their safety, James Wiggins. He is on the injury reserved. So that's going to help out again with the Bears on offense. Uh, Murphy Jr., their cornerback for Arizona Cardinals, is questionable um, with his foot. Um, so that's going to be a game-time decision. And then they're out a few players here. Uh, you know, they're out offensive tackle, defense tackle. Uh, Jonathan Ward, a running back, out with concussion, COVID-19 protocols. Uh, Chase Edmonds, running back, is injury reserved. Um, he's probably not going to come back until the Rams, it is reported. And there are just a couple people that have been out probably for a while. Um, their big one that they've lost way back in the beginning of November was J.J. Watt, injury reserved. Um, he's still there, I believe. So that's going to be good news. I get well, not good news for him because he's a great player to watch. But that's good for the Chicago Bears. So they're out some defense on there. Um, Ezekiel Turner, Kyle Fitch, JJ Watt, David Wells, a tight end, Aaron Brewer. Uh, you know, so they they're out a few guys, but they're still playing well. But again, they're they got some injuries too. But when you look at the Bears, they are getting the injury bug right now. The injury bug has hit Chicago hard. Um. Mario Edwards Jr. is a defensive end that can rotate in and out, is expected to be out with ribs, so he'll be out versus the Cardinals. Roquan Smith, the linebacker, is questionable. Um, it has been reported that he is not going to play because um, of his um, hamstring, and that's bad. Roquan Smith is probably our best linebacker right now, outside of like probably our best, one of our best defensive players. He can really scrape over. He can really make tackles. So that's going to hurt if he is not playing. But if he is playing, he's not going to be 100%. And he's going to have to draw back and pass protect. He's going to have to draw back and pass a lot uh, because Cardinals, they love to pass. So we're going to see what happens with that. Akeem Hicks is out with his ankle. He is out as of uh, December 3rd. He has not been healthy at all. He has not been fully healthy this year. Uh, he That's a big loss throughout the game. We have guys that can play and help Akeem Hicks' spot out and help out the defensive line out. But one thing you don't realize is later on in the game, with such a big body, with how good he is, with how strong he is, what hurts is, yes, we can rotate guys in. We can have guys that can pick up the pay or the slack. But when you are at a guy like that and you're getting down into the third quarter, into the fourth quarter, when, when offensive linemen always are going after him, it's going to wear the offensive lineman out. And then he's just a guy that's going to make a play. So later on, it's not necessarily – the fact that he is out, it's the fact that we're going to need a guy like that later on in the fourth quarter. That's all it is. It's We've got to get a guy like that 
you know, later on in the game um, to really help out that uh, defense. Sorry, we're having some technical difficulties here. Just trying to make sure everything's going well on this end. You know, going live, you never know with technology. But having Akeem Hicks out again, I mean, we're used to it by now. So hopefully they um, can figure that part out. But he's been out. It sucks that he's been out, not being 100% healthy all the time. Moving on down the injury report that's going to hurt us. Damian Williams running back is out with his calf. He's not going to play. So, you know, other guys are going to have to step up. Good one, our wide receiver who has made some good catches out with his foot and ribs. He's not going to play Sunday. Allen Robertson is doubtful with his hamstring uh, versus Cardinals. Justin Fields is not going to play. He is very doubtful. So Andy Dolan's going to get the start. Uh, Cohen running back is still out. Um, he may not come back for the 2021 season at all. Um, it was reported Coach Matt Nagy did not sound optimistic when asked about the potential 2021 return for Cohen, who has suffered setbacks in his recovery from a torn ACL, even requiring additional surgery. Um, it was reported from the Atlantic. Um, Wilkinson, offensive tackle, is out. Uh, Shelley, the cornerback, hamstring is out. Trevathan, linebacker, is still injury reserved with his knee. Um, Cleo Mack, probably, you know, he's been reported out for the rest of the year. So these are just major injuries that we are going to have. So how are the Bears going to bounce back from all those injuries? It's going to be a tall task to tell. But before we dive into how they're going to bounce back from all the injuries, uh, are you looking for a clean nutritional energy drink? You know, because there's so many energy drinks out there that um, – you know, you have to buy in a can. They're going to give you that crash later on. Maybe they give you a little bit of the jitters. Uh, so if you're looking for that, you know, energy drink for that midday pick-me-up and you don't, you know, and have that. Or if you're looking for just something as a pre-workout before the gym, uh, some people can use it for that. But they, they're afraid of looking for a certain pre-workout for the jitters. They're not looking to work out extremely hard. You're still going to have to do a normal run. Or... Are you a gamer on Twitch? Uh, this company wants to talk to you if you're a gamer on Twitch or thinking about getting on Twitch and being a gamer. It is SwiftLifestyles.com. So right now, if you go to SwiftLifestyles.com, you can get that clean nutritional energy drink for any part of your day. It comes in a tub that looks like a pre-workout, 30 servings. You're not just buying a can, throwing it out. You have this tub, put in a shaker, put in a cup, stir it up, anything else. I recommend the bubblegum flavor. It is delicious. So if you go to SwiftLifestyles.com, use the code CoachSteveShow, all one word, you are going to get 15% off your order. Trust me, it's a clean nutritional energy drink. The bubblegum flavor is delicious. It tastes like the old school bubblegum from when we were all kids and we played youth baseball. Go check out swiftlifestyles.com. Now, all you football coaches out there that are like me, um, for your offensive linemen and your defensive linemen, are their helmets getting scuffed up during inside run period each and every day, each and every week? If so, there's a way to protect the shells and re reduce the repetitive blows that those big guys are taking each and every week. It's Guardian Caps. Guardian Caps reduces 20 to 33% of the impact. Really, if you focus in on the big guys in the trenches, and we cannot win without the big guys in the trenches. It goes over their helmet. If anything hits the head, you don't leave with your head, but if anything hits, it helps absorb the blow for the week, help take, you know, save everything in the head. Um, it is worn by five NFL teams and 200-plus colleges like Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Washington, and Penn State. Check them out at guardiansports.com slash guardiancaps. If you go to that website and use the code 15OFF, it is good for 15% off your order out at Guardian Caps. You can buy one, you can buy two, you can buy a big bulk item, doesn't matter. Guardiansports.com slash guardiancaps. Use the code 15OFF to get 15% off your order. Again, when you do live raw, there's a dog barking. It's a chocolate lab. We're all going to have to deal with it. This is raw and uncut. That's what happens when you go live. So we're going to move on with the Chicago Bears. They have injury reports. Now on the other side, we'll get to the Bears, how they're going to bounce back from that. Reported that Keith Kingsbury has been swirled around for the Oklahoma job. Now, he's come out and said he uh, has no interest in the Oklahoma job. And why would you? Why would you be interested in the Oklahoma job if you're Kingsbury? Right now, you're the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals in the NFL. 
Now, you'll probably make more money at Oklahoma, but you made a lot of money at Texas Tech. You're making decent coin at Oklahoma. And did anybody see his house during the draft a couple years ago? That crib? Yeah, that crib. You ain't leaving that. That's not... Yeah, you're not leaving the crib. So, one question for me is when your coach gets talked about for a job, does that affect the locker room? Now, normally when a coach comes out and says, I have no interest whatsoever in this job, it used to mean that's what they mean. But now we're seeing different things. Like, for example, when Lincoln Riley says, hey, 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 I'm not going to be the head coach at LSU. Then we wake up the next morning, literally eight hours later. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ten hours later, he's that coach at USC. So, when Kingsbury says he has no interest, he's focusing on this, you kind of have to believe him, but who knows. But they're professionals. I don't, you know, it was taught. I, I see it's all things. Is that going to affect him and his play calling? Is that going to affect the team in general? No, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to affect them at all. Uh, but I don't see that being a problem. And if you're Kingsbury, why would you leave the NFL right now? I mean, I think college is more fun. I think college, you may not have as much pressure from the business side because it's the NFL, but you're a guy right now who doesn't really have to recruit. You have guys that scout. Now, you can kind of scout, but you're not recruiting. You're not convincing. The convincing to get some of these players is the money. So if there's a guy you want and you go, man, we've got this around us. We can win. We'll offer you this amount of money. That's what brings NFL guys in. College, you've got to talk to them. You got, you know. And then when you're the head coach and you're calling the play, all you got to do is X and O. All you got to do is watch film and all that. And you got guys helping you out, uh, a little more resources for different things on all that. Um, so I don't see that being an issue for the Cardinals. I remember, you know, it was talked about, uh, is that going to be an issue? Is that going to take away from the players? You know, I, I don't see that being a problem. They are professionals. Um Just making sure all the technology is working when you go live again. I apologize. This may not be the best episode, but we're trying our best. Literally, we are literally live on YouTube. You know, come come join us and live on ColorCast. Download ColorCast. And when you do this podcast by yourself. So, when Cardinals lose their coach to Oklahoma, I don't see it happening. Um, literally, as this is live, it was reported that Oklahoma is trying to, vi- you know, according to ESPN, and we all know how reliable the media is these days, um, but it's reported that Coach Venables, the defensive coordinator at Clemson, is probably going to take the thing in Oklahoma so we can swipe clean of Kingsbury going to Oklahoma. I don't think that's going to be an issue. Now, one thing the the, the Bears do have going for them um, in Chicagoland right now is the weather. So we're just going to look at the city. It's supposed to be about game time weather, 39 degrees, and probably about 90% chance of rain. I'd be surprised if you see some flurries out here in the burbs. That's exactly what it is. We're going to have about 90, between 80 to 100% chance of precipitation throughout the rest of the day. So this, this is going to help the Bears. Now, this has been the thing. The Packers always have that home field advantage when people come there because it's cold, it's going to rain, it's going to snow. Bears, exactly the same thing where they have this opportunity when people come to play them. They have that home field advantage where it's raining, it's snowing. Um, again, if you hear the dog, I apologize. You know, this is raw, live. The dog hates when people walk by and it's going to bark. It just is what it is. Um Hopefully you guys can appreciate that at home where you're doing it live, not pre-recorded. Again, live on ColorCast, join on ColorCast. Um, so that's the big talk is the Bears are probably going to move to Arlington. Now, do they build a dome? Do they build a retractable roof? Do they not build a dome? 
because one of the things with the Chicago Bears history is the weather. When people come up and play them, the weather gives them the opportunity to compete better. Uh, these teams that come from the South, the West Coast, they don't know that. San Francisco, yeah, they'll go play sometimes. They go play to New York's and all that. But mainly they're playing over there where they're playing in San Francisco. They're playing in, they used to be Oakland, now it's Las Vegas. They're playing in a dome pretty much in Seattle. Now they're playing the Rams who are in a dome. They travel to Arizona in a dome. So these teams are playing in domes. They play in good weather. Then they come to play the Packers or Chicago. You've got to figure it out. You're going to the East Coast when you're playing the Patriots or the Giants or the Jets, even Buffalo. You've got to deal with the weather. You know, when you play in Indianapolis, you're dealing with a dome. So you don't, you luck out there. When you go like, so some places you luck out, but for the Bears, this is, this is their home field advantage right now. The weather might help Chicago because if the Arizona Cardinals are looking to pass, now they can run, they can run the ball. You know, we see, we saw it talk about the stats already. They can run the ball, but this is where the Bears are going to have a good home field advantage. They're going to have a home field advantage where um, when you have the weather, uh, don't be surprised if you see some flurries. Now, for me living here, it's going to suck for the weather. I would not want to go to that game at all. But, um, um, just sharing it out, guys. We're live. Everything's okay. Everything's good. Um, so the weather is going to be a good thing for Chicago Bears. That's going to help them against the Arizona Cardinals. Now the Bears, how does this help them win? How are they going to be able to get this win? Well, first of all, first of all, we have to get the Lions part out of our mind. It was great, great win, whatever. But you beat the Lions. That's not, if you would have beat the Ravens, yes, that would have been fun. We should have. We should have beat the Ravens, but came down and we didn't. We have to... Erase the Lions win. Yeah, you got off the skid. But you just got to play. Now, with all these injuries, we're in trouble. If Rokon Smith's hamstring acts up because he's going to drop back and pass a lot and pass coverage a lot, it's going to not go well. The hamstring, he's got to hold up. He's our best linebacker, best tackler right now. So how do the Bears compete? How could they get a win? How can they even just compete? Well, a couple things. And we, I'm a broken record. Matt Nagy needs to stay away from the offense. He can hear it all he wants, but he doesn't need to be calling plays. Yeah, you can be that other eye and just all you could do is tell Laser what you're seeing and let Laser call play. Don't get mad about it. You've made a lot of bad play calls as well. That's the first thing. Second thing, I'm I'm wondering why we don't see as much of Herbert anymore when. Montgomery got hurt. You had Williams. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready who, you know, gets you some good good yards, but Herbert was playing very well. He reminds me of a younger Matt Forte, not quite as big, but the way he runs, literally the watch him run, the way he is form. It looks like Matt Forte, who I wish was still playing. But my question is, why do we not see more of him? Montgomery's the guy. Montgomery is the dude. Okay. So I understand you're going to get his. You got to get him his. 
why do we not see Herbert? Because Montgomery got hurt last year. Then he got hurt beginning of this year. Don't overdo it on Montgomery when you've got a guy right there, Herbert, who carried the load while he was hurt. If he can carry that much of a load while Montgomery was hurt, why can't he do it now when he's back? There's times Herbert's had three carries and maybe a catch. Why? Why don't you put both of them in the backfield at the same time? I've said this a million times. I'm going to say it again. Put both of them in the backfield at the exact same time. Just do it. From an offensive coach's perspective, that will put so much pressure on the defense when they're both in there, and then you motion one of them out. Because now, now they've got to make a decision. Okay, we have Dan Montgomery, who is really fast. He's gotten like two miles an hour faster since last year. Then you have Herbert, who on film can run. He can catch. He can make moves in space. So when you, if you keep Montgomery in and you motion him out, well, we have to honor that because he might throw a screen. We kind of have to honor that because even if they do drop back, they got that swing route where do we pick up the wide receiver or do we pick him up? And also, if you got Montgomery in the backfield, the offensive line can actually zone block. The offensive line is not playing well, and I don't care what anybody says, they can zone block. That's what they can do. And that's why you're seeing inside zone and wide zone. Sometimes you're seeing a little pin and pull, but that's just variations off of inside zone to try to keep the defense honest when you pull guys. And when you pull guys, it's going to see how does the defensive lineman react to it? How is the linebacker reacting? Are they going over the top? Are they blitzing around when they see it? All that stuff. So you're trying to figure that out when you pull guys. Once in a while, they run power. Once in a while, they do this and all that good stuff. So when you put both of them in the backfield, I'm not talking about eye formation. I'm talking about your split, put one of them on an H-back, and a sniffer, whatever. When they're both there, I guarantee you that's going to put pressure on them. Because if you motion one out when you do all that, well, Montgomery's in the backfield. We have to honor the run, right? So when they honor the run... It opens up a pass. You'll see. You'll just see how the defense reacts. That's why you see teams motion a lot. They motion to get to a different formation. They motion to put a guy in a different spot. And they motion to get him in at full speed. And they motion to kind of see what the defense is in. Are they in zone? Are they in man? You know, what kind of zone do you think they'll do when you motion the guy? Do they just kind of bump to their spot? So now you see, is it cover three? Is it cover two? Is it quarters? Is it palms? Is it quarter, quarter, half? And all that good stuff. All that good stuff. Um, is it cover zero? A weather update, folks. The rain is coming down. That field in Chicago is going to be covered. It's going to be wet. Arizona is going to come in. Man, man, where's the dome? Where's the good weather? So weather update as we talk. It is 8.35 a.m. on December 5th. The rain is coming down. Bears play at 12. So that's that's why. So I just don't understand why we don't see Herbert. I, I, and even in an eye formation, put one of them at fullback. I guarantee Montgomery can block. I guarantee Herbert can kind of block. I guarantee you could play action to one of them and slip one of them out. Like, that doesn't have to be your whole offense, but just sometimes put both of them in the backfield. If you put Herbert and Montgomery in the backfield at the same time, I'm telling you right now, that is going to put so much pressure on Arizona's defense, anybody's defense for that matter, is going to put so much pressure on them that I don't know why they don't do it. Is Laser not doing it? Is Montgomery, the, or Montgomery, Matt Nagy the reason why they're not doing it? Makes zero sense to me for the Chicago Bears. Why nobody, why they don't put them both in the backfield? Why? Why wouldn't you? So I think in order for the Bears to win, they're going to have to run the ball. But they need to get Herbert involved with Montgomery. It takes pressure off of him. You don't want him to hurt his knee again. You don't want him to hurt his ankle. You don't want him to take all these hits. Because even though he's healthy, just because the fact that you got hurt, the fact that he might get hurt again, I don't. I have no proof on this. I don't know if the percentage is that high, but there's a chance that he could get hurt. There's an absolute big chance. So Herbert needs to get the ball, whether it's passing, whether it's running. He has to get the ball. That's one thing I need to see from the Bears in order for them to win. Um, they're going to have Andy Dalton starting. So Andy Dalton has played in bad weather before, being at Cincinnati and 
you know, been around and all that good stuff. So he's going to be able to understand how to play in the weather. Chicago Bears team knows how to play in the weather too. They, you know, they've been there. Short passes. I mean, it, it is what it is. Andy Dalton going to get you the short passes. He's a great play actioner. So when you get both those guys in the backfield, I guarantee the play action game is going to be there. You don't have to move the pocket as much now that you don't have Justin Fields. Now, you still have to roll out a little bit. You're still going to have to do those things because the offensive line is going to – I'm a broken record. For the Bears to win, they just have to run the ball. Uh, if you get both those guys in the backfield and play action to one of them, Andy Dalton's good at play action. Andy Dalton's good at short passes. Now he's getting way more first-team reps. I guarantee some of these overthrows – it's going to go down. Uh, he's going to be able to manage game. He's going to, he's seen every defense there has to be out there from playing so long at Cincinnati and playing at Dallas. He's going to see all that happening. So he's going to be able to read the defense. He's able to do all those good things for us. He just has to play well. So for an over the win, they have to come out and call a good game. They are going to have to take shots even in the weather to kind of back up those corners. So he's just going to have to come out. You have to get them open. Now, what we what we can't see from the offensive side is run, run, pass, or pass, pass, run if it's long down in distances. So I think we should have to immediately come out and establish the run. If we establish the run, it makes sure that Andy Dalton doesn't have to get outside the pocket as much. And you're going to have to keep tight ends in and block again. You're going to have to keep running backs in and block. That's why it's great if you have both David Montgomery – and Herbert out there at the same time. Keep one in to block. One goes out for a pass. They both can catch. They both can move. That's why it's great if you, maybe you have Jimmy Graham and Komet out there. One can stay in and block. One go pass and you flip flop. Like that's what I don't understand. Like I'm not an NFL coach. I'll never be an NFL coach. The game of football is it could be complicated. It is made complicated by coaches. Now the NFL is complicated as it gets. But there's some simple things that you should still be able to do in the NFL. You know, short passes. That's what you can do. That's what you can do. And the fellas, I don't understand, like, oh, this is what we can do. This is what we're going to do. Kingsbury Cardinals, for example, he knows Calamari can run. So there's some design runs. He knows he can move in the pocket. That's why he'll move the pocket. Oh, he can throw because he played at Oklahoma. He ran this type of air raid stuff. Same thing that he did because he coached and played for under Mike Leach and all that. That's what he's going to do. His wide receivers can do all that. That's what they can do. So the Bears just have to do what the Bears can do defensively. Use the weather to your advantage. So you're going to have to blitz. You're going to have to blitz because Kyle Murray might lose his footing on the field. And with this weather, use the weather to your advantage. They're just going to have to keep rotating defensive linemen in because without Akeem Hicks, it's going to be rough. Roquan Smith and linebackers, they're just everybody's just going to have to step up. And I think you just cannot give up big plays. So your corners and your safeties just play coverages where it keeps everything in front. Hopefully your linebackers can flow with the weather. Maybe you can pop the ball out and get the ball back. Some type of turnover. Your defense linemen are going to have to clog up the run. Now, they don't care. Cardinals do not care. If they force them to pass, great. They, they do not care if you if they get forced pass. That's what they want to do. So defensively, you just have to keep rotating those guys. Keep them in there. Keep them healthy. And they're just going to have to tackle. But use the weather to your advantage. Get Kyle Murray to move out of the pocket. So you're going to have to bring exotic blitzes. You're going to have to give different looks. You're going to have to stun up front to try to confuse the lineman. And just use that weather to your advantage. That's the way the Bears defense is going to have to compete um, in order to try to compete in this game. And then you just got to hope and pray that Andy Dalton – you have to hope and pray that Kyle Murray shows up and doesn't play well. You know, does his ankle still bother him? Then you have to have Andy Dalton come out and just play great. You have to have the wide receivers come out and run great routes, even in this weather. You have to stick to zone plays with the offensive linemen because that is the only way. That is what they're good at. That's what you got to keep. You cannot do five-man protections. You have to keep a guy in and chip. And just, just short passes. You know, they have to come up with unique ways to get the ball out there. And, and screens. I think screens out there to Herbert or or Montgomery will be huge. Just those type of things defensively. So, again, defensively, they just have to tackle. They just have to keep everything in front of them. No deep shots. No big plays. That's just what they're going to have to do. Uh, so, that's how I think the Bears are going to have to win. And, or just compete even. Not even talking about winning. Good Lord, we do not win. Because um, we're in a free-all free right now with, with the Bears. So, moving on to our next topic in this Belly Up pregame show. Again, thank you guys so much. We are live on YouTube. We are live on ColorCast. We are live on the Belly Up Football Twitter. 
you know, go follow the color cast, go subscribe to all that stuff. We are live, literally live audio guys. Sorry. Right now we're live. You listen to it later. So before we move on, one of the topics is Matt Nagy. Does he get another year? So before we dive into all that, this podcast is brought to you by coach stone football and it's back to the basics, uh, drills books. If you go to coachstonefootball.com, you can check out all of his football drills, practice planning, game planning, strength and conditioning, offense, defense, and much, much more. Coach Stone really has it all out there. Again, coachstonefootball.com. If you're a football coach like me and you're going into the offseason, you're you're probably going to be looking at drills. You're probably going to look at ways to get better. And if some of you out there like me want to get back to being simple and back to the basics, go do that. I guarantee when you get these books, you're never going to have to look up another drill again. I know his very first book, if you don't listen to anything, get the very first book. It's over 500 pages of drills. You can use it in youth football, high school. I guarantee you can even use it in college. College coaches are way simpler than high school coaches sometimes. Again, coachstonefootball.com. You'll never have to look up another drill again. Thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast. Football coaches, again, out there, especially special teams coaches or guys that are looking at their kickers. Um, if you got a young kicker, developing kicker, you want them to reach the end zone. We don't want those guys returning the ball all the time. So if you have a guy who is inconsistently getting into the end zone all the time, believe it or not, it may not necessarily be the kicker. It probably may be the kicking tee. Yes, the kicking tee. Not those old school orange ones or the ones you see in the NFL. Okay? You need to check out launch. I have the tee for you. You got to check out Launchpad Kickoff Tee. The reason why you need to check out Launchpad Kickoff Tee is it gives the coach a strategic option on squib kicks, side kicks, and helps get them to the end zone. But all these different things available to coaches have never been available before. So coaches, you have to look at how to kick the ball. The tee has flaps on the side where you could place the football however you want. When you order one from Launchpad Kickoff Tee, it comes with like a little manual thing to tell you exactly how to place the football, to practice it, to get it to the to kick it to where it needs to go. It's legal for NCAA, NFHS, which is high school. You got to go over to Launchpad Kickoff Tee. It's a game changer. Right now, if you go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS, and you have to use the code CSS as well when you check out. You will save 10% off your order when you buy one tee. If you buy two, you're going to save about 20% off. Then there's a, a pack of four. If you click on the pack of four because you want multiple ones for your freshman team, your JV team, your sophomore team, not just your varsity team, you want to spread out, spread the love. Well, when you use the code CSS at checkout, you know, launchpadkickoffd.com slash CSS and use the code CSS, you're going to get that fourth one free. So when you buy the pack of four, you're really only buying three and you're getting the fourth one free. So again, launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS. Use the code CSS to save 10% or 20% off or buy three. Get the fourth one free. Thank you, Launchpad Kickoff Tee, for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you so much. They've been a long, almost a year, I think. It's been crazy. So moving on, uh, we're going to wrap up the show pretty soon. So we're moving on. One of the question marks that we're going to talk about is Matt Nagy. Will he get another year with the Chicago Bears? It has been talked about, believe it or not. It has been talked about. Will Matt Nagy get another year? And here's the reason why. Some people like him. Some people think he's doing a good job or a decent job with what he has. And some people out there as fans don't understand why we're as frustrated as we are as Bears fans. Well, here's the reason why we get frustrated. Up until this year, we've had good defenses throughout the years. We've had good defenses. We've had good players come through. I don't care what people say. Smoke and Jay is probably the best quarterback we've had for the Chicago Bears. I, I, Justin Fields, don't even get me started. And the Bears have just screwed the pooch on a lot of that stuff. Because we either go so far one way and forget the other side. So, Tressman times. Well, we're going to focus everything on offense with, you know, now Jay Keller probably loved that. But then the defense took a hit. You're spending all this money on this side. When Lovey Smith was there, it was all on defense. Now, defense can win you some games. But times now are changing where offenses have to pick up the pace. They have to score more points. The Bears are so stuck in this. The defense has to do things, which is great. But you've got to find the happy medium of how do we get defense to play well and have an offense that's sustainable. How do we get coaches that are sustainable? How do we do this? We've just had good players come through. We've had good defenses being the top tier come through and just have not performed up to that standard. So people out there that are not Bears fans just don't quite understand. That's where the frustration comes in for us because we've had good players, we've had good defenses, and then we screw the pooch. Or we have the doink kicks. Or we hire these guys that are offensive gurus and it's just bad. 
so the reason why people have talked about is Matt Nagy going to stick around? Well, he's had injuries. Okay. You had, and the blame has always been Mitchell Trubisky. That's been the blame. Oh, well, he has Mitchell Trubisky, who he did not draft, uh, who cannot play well. Okay. Well, then when he left, when Mitch left or didn't start, we still struggled at quarterback or offensive play, really. So then it it became big relevant last year. So now who's the blame? Okay. Well, then Andy Dalton kind of played okay until he got hurt, and then Justin Fields comes in, struggles a little bit, then finally started picking up. So who is the common denominator here? Well, it's Matt Nagy. That's the common denominator. Again, I don't like calling for people's jobs. But sometimes you just got to move on. You know, the NFL, it's, you know, it's what have you done for me lately? Big time. And has not done much for you lately. The Chicago Bears are a historic franchise. They're one of the top franchises in the NFL. And that's why we get frustrated because when you're a top NFL franchise like that, you've got to win. You've got to win now. You've got our show improvement that, you know, we're going to get there. So that's the big question. Is Matt Nagy going to get another year? Well, he's got a rookie quarterback he's got to develop. Well, Matt Nagy, remember, was hired because he coached under Andy Reid. Okay, he's going to come in. He's going to fix the offense. He's going to fix Mr. Trubisky. Well, Mr. Trubisky can't be saved. He's far from being saved. But Nick Foles didn't really play well under him. Okay. Andy Dolan's not doing 100% best, but he's doing okay. Justin Fields has struggled a little bit. He's had a couple decent games, but struggled a little bit. He's supposed to fix him. Supposed to fix him. So, I respect Pat McAfee with everything. I love his show. I think it's, that's on TV or YouTube. I think it's probably the best. I think it's better than First Take. I think it's better than Undisputed. I think it's better than uh, The Herd. I think it's, well, I shouldn't say that. The Herd is growing on me, but I'm talking about like on YouTube, like YouTube sports stuff. Um, it's probably one of the best. He's probably one of the best out there because he keeps it 100% real. Now, he's come out and said he likes Matt Nagy. He thinks Matt Nagy does a good job. So when you got big-time people like that saying that, people are going to gravitate towards that and say, well, maybe he's doing okay. Well, we're just frustrated. We want to win now. But the big question always becomes, you know, you got to be careful what you wish for. you got to be careful with all that because if you fire him, who are you going to hire? So the Bears, if they get rid of him, who are they going to hire? First of all, if you're going to get rid of Nagy, though, you've got – first of all, they need to get rid of – here's the thing with the NFL – or the Bears, excuse me. We just need new ownership to begin with, just complete and utter new ownership. But that's not going to happen. So, ownership, what do you have to do? You have to get rid of Ryan Pace. I think you got to clean house. And I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. You have to clean house. Don't get rid of the staff of, like, game field management – uh, don't get rid of, you know, administrative assistants. Don't get rid of those people because it's not their fault. They're working for paces of the world or the scouts and stuff like that. Don't get rid of those people. Those people need their jobs. Those people are the bloodline. Those are your, you want to talk about essential workers. Those are your essential workers. We are essential workers in this world. Don't believe the media. But but you got to get rid of Ryan Pace. You've got to get rid of people that make decisions. You've got to get rid of the scouts. And you've got to get rid of the doctors because they have evaluated players bad throughout the years. Get rid of them. You need to wipe clean with all that. So who could replace Ryan Pace? Well, that one, I don't know. I'm not good at judging who's going to be a GM. I'm not good at trying to tell you who that is. But there was – there's been a couple tweets out there that – think the Lewis Reddick could come in and be a good GM. I am on board with this. When you listen to him talk, he understands the NFL. He understands how it works. He understands when he watches players. He understands all that. So if you get rid of Ryan Pace, I think that Lewis Reddick could be a great person to come in as a GM. Or you can go find Olin Cruz. I think he'd be great, but I don't know if he wants it. Lance Briggs, all them. So I think Lewis Reddick probably because these other guys – even though they were players, they probably don't want to do all that type of job. But I think you got to bring the, that circle of guys in somewhere to help with the Bears. They love the Bears. They live up here. They they want to know. They're on the show, that Bears you know post game talk show. I think you got to bring those guys in. So who can replace Matt Nagy? So you got to replace the GM first. You got to replace the doctors. You got to replace all that. So the, top to bottom, just because you get rid of Matt Nagy or 
just Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. It's not going to fix everything. So if you're going to get rid of one, you got to get rid of both. So then who could replace Matt Nagy? Now a lot of names have been thrown around. Um, the immediate top names that get thrown around are Eric Benemy. I hope I said his name right. Um, offensive coordinator. I say that in quotes because Andy Reid really calls plays. He is the Chiefs offensive coordinator. Now this one might be nice because you're talking about offense, but here's the problem. We did the same thing with Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy was coaching offense with Andy Reid. And now look at what happened when he comes in. Yeah, doesn't happen. Joe Brady, Panthers offensive coordinator. Now he's young. People may want a young guy. That one I might be okay with with the offense he's bringing, especially with Andy Dalton or Justin Fields. But young. Uh, Brian Lefwich, the Bear, the Buccaneers offensive coordinator who's won a Super Bowl, is coach Tom Brady. That one might be a good one, but people are just hiring him, want to hire him because now he's running Bruce Arians' offense. We got to be careful. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald, Northwestern head coach, always gets brought up. You know, he lives in Chicago, loves the Bears, and all that stuff. I don't ever see him leaving Northwestern. I know they had a bad year, but those are just names that get thrown around. Here's the name I think that needs to happen if things happen the way that I think um, Olin would be a great coach. Olin would be a great head coach. Um, I don't know if he wants to coach, but I think they got to bring him in on the circle somewhere. Here's a name that I think the Bears need to go after. The Saints are struggling right now. And if things aren't just going well, I'm not saying they're going to fire him, but maybe he tries to leave. I think he loves New Orleans too much. I think he loves the Saints too much. I don't know if he's necessarily going to leave. This guy is from Naperville. He played at EIU, coached at EIU. I believe he went to Naperville Central. I think he was a Bears fan growing up because he lived up here. You're right. It's Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton needs to come home to the Bears. And I think his type of offensive mind and works with the strength of their players over the years, I think he'd be great because regardless of what I've ever said about Justin Fields, that's probably going to be the guy they're going to start. So I'm going to have to deal with it. I have to, to, to swallow that. If things keep going the way they are, I hope that, Sean Payton has done a lot for New Orleans. I don't know if he'll ever want to leave, but also the Saints as an organization are going to see this team just kind of free fall. I really hope that some type of marriage split comes up and Sean Payton goes, okay, I'm going to take my talents to Chicago. I'm going to go home. They're going to have this new stadium coming in a couple years at Arlington, which is going to be great. I want to be a part of that process, seeing how New Orleans and their facilities move that over. And he's just a great offensive mind, so I think Sean Payne would be the fix for the Bears. So I think they need to do everything they can to go after Sean Payton. Um, we're wrapping up on the show. Uh, I didn't get to every single topic I wanted. So real quick, we're going to go over our Week 13 NFL picks. Tampa Bay travels to – so real quick, before we dive into that, we just got a couple minutes left on this live show before we dive into others. Um, the Bears, they just got to play well on offense. They've got to move the pocket. And Dolan's got to play short passes, everything else. I think defense just going to have to rotate a lot of guys, keep them uh, fresh. And Sean Payton is the answer to fixing the Chicago Bears. That's my hot take. Tampa Bay travels to Atlanta. Don't talk about it too much. Tampa Bay is going to win that game. Don't talk too much about it. You know, Atlanta Falcons are not that good. Arizona travels to Chicago. I'm not going to discuss that. Los Angeles Chargers travel to Cincinnati. This is going to be a great game. Los Angeles has kind of cooled off a little bit. Um, Joe Burrow is playing very well. But with my Herbert jersey that I got for free, I'm going to have to pick the Chargers. Minnesota travels to Detroit. Minnesota is up and down, but they've been playing better. Detroit is Detroit, so Minnesota, I believe, will win that game. New York travels to Miami. Miami's playing a lot better. The Giants, excuse me. The Giants travel to Miami. Miami's playing a lot better. I have to go with the Miami Dolphins. Philadelphia Eagles travel to New York Jets. The Jets are either really, really good or play well, or they play really, really bad. I think Philadelphia gets their offense back on track, so I'm going to have to go with Philly. Indianapolis Colts travel to Houston. Texans, Indianapolis, if they can put a full game together, can be pretty good. So I'm going to have to go with Indianapolis Colts. The football team travels to the Raiders. The Raiders' offense has played very well over the stretch. The football team's defense is up and down. I am going to have to go with Vegas. The Raiders. Jacksonville Jaguars and Urban Meyer, who did not get the Notre Dame job and did not get the OC job, is probably going to stay for this uh, foreseeable future to be the Jacksonville Jaguars, or he might be fired at the end of the year. Who knows? Plays the Rams, who are struggling with all this talent they have. They cannot gel very well. But regardless if they can't gel very well and they got a little bumps and bruises, the Rams cannot lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? 
Baltimore Ravens travel to Pittsburgh Steelers. It's a big-time rivalry. Uh, it's been reported that Big Ben is going to be done after this year. I think Baltimore will beat the Steelers. San Francisco 49ers, who are hot, are traveling to a broken fingers. Seattle, the way San Francisco is playing right now, and Jimmy G is playing, and we have to go with San Francisco. Denver Broncos travel to Kansas City, who has been up and down. That's but you know they're having a lot of hot flashes. They're they're yes and you're no. They're hot and you're cold. Yes and you're no. In and you're out. You're out when you're done. Kansas City is going to be Denver Broncos. And then to end up with Monday night football, New England travels to Buffalo, which is going to be a great game. Great game. You know, the Patriots are playing a lot better. Buffalo has been up and down. But the Patriots are on a roll. I have to go with the Pats. All right, that wraps up this live show. Hope you guys are enjoying the Sunday slate. Uh, again, real quick, coming up. Is Zach Heilman and Kelsey and DJ and the crew on 4th and 4 if you're watching this live. They'll be live from 10 to 11 Eastern Time, then Rough Cut Sports 11 to 12 Eastern Time, and then 12 to 1 Eastern Time, MD's Fantasy Sports. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. Go subscribe. Go to Steve Show YouTube channel. Listen to it wherever you listen to your podcast. Check it out on ColorCast. We try to do live podcast everywhere. Uh, thank you guys so much. It's been another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Go stay tuned for the 4th and 4 with uh, Zach and the crew. And just like Matt Nagy, hopefully, and the Bears, we are out of here. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.